I'm about to be out of a job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <So> right. <laughs> I have my uh, yeah, yeah. application to McDonald's on my desk. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> Last week, my Facebook news feed suggested to me an article. Uh, it's actually an old article from January 2020. So about three years old, but it seems very relevant. Uh, it was from Vox, and it was about uh, robot priests. Uh, the title of the article is Robot Priests Can Bless You, Advise You, and Even Perform Funerals for You Now. Um, I think that's the title, actually. I think it's actually somewhere else. Um, but... It was talking about this this new priest robot named Mindar um, that's in use in a, a temple in in Japan. And the article kind of goes on to describe the ways in which this ro- this robot's being used, but more generally the way AI and robotics might be used in all religions, mm. and how some seem to be more accepting now. Or, or it seems like there's more compatibility with Eastern religions mm-hmm. with AI and robotics as opposed to Western Abrahamic religions. Mm-hmm. seem to be a little bit either less accepting or it seems less compatible. Interesting. Um, but there was definitely, there was, there was some things in here that I, I thought were worth discussing. Um, right away, one of the benefits, he says, to this uh, new AI generated or AI powered uh, robot is that it it will never die, so it'll just keep updating and evolving, mm. and with that it will grow in wisdom. Yeah, that phrase "growing in wisdom." Yes, that's um very interesting. Um, I don't know, like the 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 idea that a machine can grow in wisdom. Um. I mean, obviously, that's connected to an idea that, like, these AI, uh, these robots can um, take on a life of their own and then have a human-esque mind. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only, it, wisdom is very uh, particular to man. Like, animals don't possess wisdom. Mm-hmm. And so, right. for, for, for a machine to grow in wisdom, they're implying that um, there's something transcendent in the robot. Um, I don't know if that's... Unless if they're uh, suggesting that Wisdom is what we use as a term for just computational capacity. Well, right. It's like yes. That's what yeah. makes us different than the animals. So we have this special thing, which is like intelligence yeah. to the 10th power. We call that wisdom. Right. It's like, yeah, well, now AI can have intelligence to the 100th power. Does it have wisdom? Well, the, and yeah, right. Exactly. And so wisdom is, uh, that's a term that's often misunderstood. I think it could be synonymous with um, knowledge. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a person who is wise is smart. Um, but wisdom, properly speaking, um, when we use it in a Christian um, framework, is seeing the bigger picture, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or seeing the particular as it relates to the whole. Um, and so while computers, you know, an AI can gather information from all over the web, and that's what, you know, these things like chat, GBT, and AI art is gathering like the the consciousness that's it's gathered in the um, within the internet, mm-hmm. which is it seems like everything. Um, I think wisdom incorporates even a bigger picture outside of that, which is like a, a cosmic uh, a cosmic framework, mm-hmm. um, and it can mimic that right now. Right. But um, 
you know, when you're looking at the, the best example, we've probably brought this up uh, multiple times, <laughs> but the best example of wisdom, I think, in the Bible is um, uh, God's response to Job. Uh, when he says, like, you know, where were you when I created the heavens and earth? I I am wisdom, right? Like, I see mm-hmm. everything. Um, and I I think, you know, I'm, I'm not a computer scientist, <laughs> but the AI, uh, like an AI consciousness can mimic that. But I don't know, like, right. you know, it, it's different than actually being that consciousness that perceives all things and mm-hmm. all, all, all things in its proper place as it relates to the whole. Um, right. So... Now let me. I I will also say that while you guys read this article in a in a detached way, um, I'm about to be out of a job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <So> right. <laughs> I have my uh, yeah, yeah. application to McDonald's on my desk. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I can't get that stipend for a funeral now. Right. You know, I get well, <laughs> robots, robots yeah. are gonna do that now. <laughs> Replacing priests is a topic that we can get into a little bit later. Yeah, I think there's some there, there's an interesting discussion to be had there. Uh, very peculiar yeah well and in the article <clears throat> it said uh that uh, while someone might not be able to afford a priest for a funeral um the robot can do it you right, know right yeah for free or whatever i'm like well yeah that gives my job <laughs> for a significantly smaller stipend yes <laughs> i mean maybe we'll allow deacon robots but i don't know if right. we can allow priest robots. basically the same thing yeah um yeah. I, so getting if you take a, a, a scholastic view of wisdom, it's a it's a virtue of the intellect. Mm-hmm. Right? It's one of the mm-hmm. intellectual virtues. So a few things. One, robots don't have an intellect, right? Mm-hmm. Te- you know, technically, they don't have a mind or a soul, so they can't possess any sort of virtue, mm-hmm. right? Because virtue implies choice, right? Like right. a free will and uh, a weighing of of different options. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, it can't do that. Right. And then there's also, at least for humans, wisdom is often uh, grown through experience. Yep. Often yes. through suffering. Mm-hmm. So, but a robot can't do that either. Right. So I, I think, Matt, you're right. What we call wisdom is actually, what they're, what they're saying yeah. wisdom is actually something else. Right. It's certainly not yeah. like a Judeo-Christian. Because there is machine learning. And sure. like machines do learn, like even the uh, like the the robot that vacuums your rug, the uh, roofie oh, or, yeah, yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, <laughs> not the roofie, <laughs> the Roomba, the Roomba, not yeah, yeah, roofie, roofie. Yeah, yeah, the Roomba, the Roomba, like that it, yeah. learns from its mistakes, and that's how how it actually navigates. The it's space. very complicated. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like the the technology to go into that in order to machine learn and navigate. Um, so it is some. It almost is mimicking something like experience and yep. suffering running into a wall yeah. right. <laughs> right and then course correcting but it's not the totality of the human version that we call wisdom yeah right so there's something missing there yeah um yeah now this article also claimed though that um essentially ai could develop free will is that what it was saying it says um it was a spec speculating um this is from the article uh, it says, some people believe AI will force a truly momentous change in theology because mm-hmm. if humans create intelligent machines with free will, we will eventually will eventually have to ask whether they have something functionally similar to a soul. So, 
this is obviously looking forward to the future. Yeah. Saying right. like this is not where we're at now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's I mean, you can even question the fact like, can this even happen? Mm-hmm. Um, just because like we're progressing towards this doesn't mean that it will definitely happen. But, you know, let's just give the the article the benefit of the doubt and say this is where it will um this is what it will come to. Does there's a couple of assumption here, uh, assumptions in here. Uh, one is that if something has free will, then it automatically automatically has a soul. I don't know if that's necessarily the case. Free will does point to the existence of a soul, but I don't think if if AI has the ability to choose between two things freely, autonomously, that's different than. It's going to be different than like how we define autonomous and freely. Like when we when yeah. we give a dog two options of a bowl to drink out of, we're not controlling it. Yeah. But we say that instinct is influencing its choice. Right. So we it doesn't have free will. So but then like when it gets to a higher point of like a really complicated computation from a computer that still behaves off of a pre-programmed pre-programmed like yeah. idea from a, a human. Is that the same as instinct, computational instinct? Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just right. going to be like, we're going to really yeah. start like parsing out these words and terminologies once we expand right. yeah. basic uh, computational capacity. Then we're like in a new territory of having to redefine instinct, right. redefine free well, will. That, and that's yeah, what, yeah. We're going to have to redefine free will because just, just because yeah. you have a choice of options yeah. and it can choose among the choices of options. Right. That's, Right. And it's not, not going to be necessarily redefine, but more like uh, yeah. re-clarify. Yes. Yeah. Instead of kind yeah. of like resting on our laurels of being like, we got to get what free will is. Like, okay, well, now we're really pushing the limit, and now we have to revisit exactly what we mean by yeah. this. And I right. feel like someone like Peterson has done this, as an aside, with something like belief. It's like, do you know what you mean when you say you believe in God? Yeah. We've right. been resting on our laurels, laurels so much on just like, we generally know what that means. Yeah. Like, no, 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 this is what it really means. Right, right. So we're getting to that point with all these things, including AI. And free will. Like, yeah. We're going to mm-hmm. have to define free will again. We're yeah. going to have to define instinct and wisdom. Like Those are good things to re- revisit, yeah. and I feel like that's really being pushed here. Right, and th- th- it's interesting how the um, article phrases it. It says... Um, AI will have something functionally similar to a soul. But right. just because it functions in a way that a soul functions doesn't mean that it is, mm-hmm. right, a soul. Like, and, and I'm thinking, one of them, um, I think it was Augustine's argument for the existence of immaterial principles, uh, and, and, and I guess he pointed to a, um, the existence of a soul as well, is the ability for man to um, think abstractly. Mm. So he uses mathematics Saying like you know the the fact that we can um, think about how one plus one equals two, for example, mm-hmm. um, these are all abstract concepts, but we can think about them concretely, showing that there's something above us that's immaterial um, mm-hmm. that we perceive as real. Um, but does that mean that a computer has a soul, <laughs> um, or a a uh, calculator? Right. right? right. Uh, just because a calculator can um, uh, do these equations that are immaterial, mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean that. Um, it now has a soul. Um, yeah. So, because it functions similar, doesn't necessarily mean it, it, it right. is that, right? right. Um, so, because the calculator again came first from the ingenuity of man. The ingenuity yeah. of yeah. man. Right. 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 I think um, part of free will that's that's probably going to be missing from robots is use of the imagination. Mm. Because yeah. certainly robots remember, 
in, in a sense. I mean, your mm -hmm. computer probably remembers more than you do. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly remembers all my passwords. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but when it comes to use of free will, again, it's not just a choice among many options, but it's you have to sort of, there's a displacement of the self, as phenomenology would mm -hmm. say. Yeah. yeah. Like, can, can a machine displace itself into the future in, in using its free will in the present? Yeah. Because right. sometimes when you when you have a choice between A or B, you imagine yeah. what if I choose A, what what's that's what what is that gonna look right. like? Yeah. If I choose B, what's that what is that going to look like? Mm -hmm. But can a machine right. do something like that? Right. Yeah. Or at, at yeah. the very least, I would say it could mimic that. Because yeah. you have something like Chat GPT now mm. being like, write me a story about whatever. And it's like it pulls it out of nothing. Like it's not copyright. They're not right. copying a story, but it's aggregating stories all over the internet yeah. and giving you a, a kind of re representation of that. Right. And so you could say, is that imaginal? Yeah. Did it imagine that? Or did it come again from its data source is humans. So yeah. Yeah. it just gets kind of wonky. And I think it does, yeah. it does play a trick into like, is this a type of false God? Like this is yeah. really veering into the like, is this God? Or yeah. Not? Well, to a, some people, a lot of this, uh, very, very much gives the notion of, of paganism or, yeah, or yeah. I, I should say, idolatry mm -hmm. yeah i think somewhere in the article um he said that uh, yeah some people will will seek to join like mm -hmm. an, an ai religion mm -hmm. it'll become an object of worship itself it links to another article um which, which is the the first church of artificial intelligence mm -hmm. called the way of the future mm. wow. and Jesus. in that it, or yeah in that they're they're talking about well we'll create a thing that is a billion times more intelligent than humans mm -hmm. And what is a thing that's a billion times more intelligent than humans? Well, it's got to be a god. Right. But if it's, this is, you know, you've got to go back to your Thomistic principles back <laughs> in the, the Summa Contra Gentilis. Always. <laughs> if it's created, it can never be a god. Yeah, right? exactly. By, by definition. Right. Yeah. And um, if you can quantify how many times more is intelligent, then that means it's still not infinite. Right. 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 Um, and, and But this is exactly what <laughs> God condemns in the Old Testament and mm -hmm. in the Psalms while he wrestles with the people of Israel is you're worshiping the created or mm -hmm. you're worshiping the work of your hands. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They have eyes, but they cannot see. They have ears, mm -hmm. but they cannot hear. Like that whole thing. Yeah. Yep. Like you're worshiping clay object that you made with your hands. Right. Right. So the, all of it, yeah, very much. It has... Uh, a little bit of idolatry, but also a little bit of like kind of a, a Gnostic nature, mm. a nature to it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, about like what it yeah. means to be human, transhumanism kind mm -hmm. of vibe. Right. Well, and that's, you know, that's interesting that you bring up nature because um, that's yeah, an understanding of nature, uh, I think, is essential in distinguishing AI from human beings. Um, whereas we understand human nature to be rooted in uh, finding its end in God. Right, uh, we were created for a very specific purpose, to find um, our resting place in God, and we use that through our intellect and free will. Right, we're able to perceive the good, perceive what is good for us, and then choose that good freely, and then mm -hmm. we can achieve our end. Now, with an AI, like, are you? Can you just program it to whatever you want? I guess you know, and um, if right. you let it do its thing, is it actually on a course to toward the good? <laughs> Capital G God, right? Um, what is what is AI's nature? Um, mm -hmm. I don't think it would. I don't think we consider it um, man human nature, and, and that goes back to the uh, the question of free will. Free will is to choose the good, and so there's a difference between, like you said, like the dis distinction between being autonomous 
in just choosing between, you know, red or blue mm-hmm. or, you know, actually choosing that which is good that will allow the thing to flourish mm-hmm. in freedom. Um, so the, the, the topic of nature is extremely important in this conversation. One thing I thought that was very interesting, pivoting a little bit, mm-hmm. um, was that this um, the, the article opened uh, saying that the context for this new technology, Robot Priest, is in Japan. Um, I had a friend who lived in Japan um, for a number of years, and he said that the contrast of the country is really fascinating. And, and this, uh, this is one of the reasons why I, I'm, not a, I'm not a big traveler, but if I were mm. to travel, Japan is one of the places mm. I would like to, to go yeah. to. Um, because you have um, uh, the the culture is very techni- technologically advanced. You go to Tokyo; mm-hmm. it's extremely clean, very efficient. Um, the technology is just like at the center of their um, culture. But then, like on the outskirts, you have these um, like forested mountains, and it's mm-hmm. extremely mystical mm-hmm. and um, old and ancient um, in a beautiful way. Yeah. Um, and the contrast there is like really stark. And the article mentioned that uh, Japan is losing a little bit of that um, uh, of their uh, traditional mystical roots mm. in Buddhism, and so in an effort to bring that back, they brought in these robot priests, right. uh, which is interesting that they're turning to <laughs> yeah. they're turning to technology, they're turning to yeah. their technology to try and reinvigorate their mysticism, right, um, right. But which just seems like they're starting from square one again, and like they're not yeah. really solving the problem of bringing back a sense of religion. Um, if it's become so materialistic, right. they're losing that sense of spirituality. They're like, well, let's just, um, the Add answer more. must be more technology <laughs> to get mm-hmm. back to where we used to be, which I don't see that as an actual, like a viable solution. Right. Um, just to more technology, more garments mm-hmm. of skin now, mm-hmm. just to yep. almost, you're putting on a garment of skin to take off a garment of skin yeah, yeah, almost. Yeah. You know? right, so, yeah, mm-hmm. um, yep. it, yeah it was really, uh, I found that like very telling mm. um, that the article opened up with, with Japan as its setting. Right. Um, yeah, because so. as a as a pattern, that's like what society always does. Like we're going towards adding more and more garment to skin per se, and then you think thinking that the solution is just going to be adding more. Yeah, and so like it, the the question of AI and intelligence and getting back to wisdom and such is really kind of a fractal of just everything we're going through all the time. Yeah, of just how to how do we get back to the the humanness, our human nature, and so it's kind of like a removal. Right, right. Well, that's one thing the article picked up on, the difference between perhaps why it's more acceptable in something like Buddhism, which mm. isn't so much about God. It, it's Buddhism isn't so much about God. It's about Buddha's path, mm. and that, in a sense, everything can be represented in the way of Buddha, whereas there's a, a more strict division in Abrahamic religions, mm-hmm. Christianity and and Judaism in particular, I think he cites. Um, but one of the main elements of the practice of religion is intentionality. So going back to free will, but also I think this this goes to what you said. It's about human nature. Yeah, like right. religion is involves man, humanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's particularly I'd say uh, the Abrahamic religions are a revelation about what it means to be human. Mm-hmm. And can a machine step in there right. and replace that or tell you how to be mm-hmm. a human when it's right. not itself? Yeah. Yes. Again, I, the yeah. only thing it can do in theory is mimic right. a response already pre-programmed by humans or whatever, like it learned from humans. Yeah. 
but never on its own. Well, you know, uh, one of the ways that um, things with souls, things with souls, <laughs> um, <laughs> people <laughs> have been characterized. And angels. And angels, fair, yeah. Fair. Come on. Um, no, is um, that, that phrase, phraseology, um, like the spark of the divine uh-huh. uh, within um, within people, right? Yeah. Uh, they have the spark of the divine and saying like they have something immortal about them. Um, and that's what humans have always done is try to mimic the divine mm-hmm. um, in creating technology and uh, in their own advancements in art. Um, and so even outside of AI, you know, we see, um, and this is something we brought about uh, brought up before, in man creating art, um, he's kind of a, like a, a semi-god, and right, mm-hmm. in creating his own world, and he fills it with characters who are free in a sense, like they're out of his control in the way that they yep. act like humans. And so, you know, that's not artificial intelligence, strictly speaking, but yeah. man giving life, mm-hmm. like a spark of the uh, of right. the divine, into his creation. Yep, um, right. has always been something that man. It's has just done. lower mm-hmm. resolution. Yeah, like we're essentially yeah. arguing. Like, does Aragorn have a soul? Right, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, like, yeah, exactly. it's like it's just yeah. very low resolution where it's like obviously not because it's in the book or whatever, yeah. but this is just a higher order of that, right? Yeah, a creation of man, and it's it's so powerful that it's drawing our attention, and we're like, is this God? <laughs> right, exactly. that's like the technology yeah. problem all the time, <laughs> right? Like when phones came out, it's like, oh my gosh, look at this computational power, yeah. I'm going to pay all my attention to this, that's yeah. sacrificing to that, and like worshiping, that yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. the same exact pattern, right? Um, yeah, and the goal is not. More phones. <laughs> right. <laughs> the, going is, the goal is less phone time. Yeah, exactly. And then you really, yeah. I, yeah. Um, another thing I thought was interesting um, in the article is that um, the author makes this distinction between um, like a Buddhistic um, philosophy um, and he, he contrasts that with um, Judaism and uh, the um, and Isla- Islam, mm-hmm. is it? Is, mm-hmm. I think specifically, yeah. Abrahamic. Um, Abra- yeah. And so he says that... Um, the Abrahamic and um, Judaism religions uh, are more metaphysically dualistic, mainly because um, he uh, characterized Buddhism as um, not worship of a god, but going down a specific path, and all things can um, uh, partake in yeah. this oneness, mm-hmm. right? Um, but when you look at man in both um, in, in in both uh, categories, I think it's the Buddhistic tradition that tends to be more dualistic because you're supposed to negate your desires, right? Mm. And so there's a sense of like you're letting go of your soul emotions and saying like that has to be severed in order for me to follow the right path. Mm-hmm. That's in a sense more dualistic in my, in my understanding. I don't know if you guys right. want to push back on that, but uh, in Judaism, uh, or, you know, in the Judeo-Christian tradition, um, there's a more holistic understanding of the person mm-hmm. that's not to be severed. Um, you know, uh, right. Christianity does not counsel a flight to um, the, the realm of the spirit, leaving your fleshly passions and emotions behind. It's supposed to be mm. um, Right, integrated. so you're saying, like, Buddhism has that whole, like, transcend the body, everything is suffering... Yes. Kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Everything is an illusion, right? Everything's right. an illusion, yeah. and suffering or, or is sure. an illusion, essentially. Yeah, suffering um, is an illusion. Yeah, and so like when like the the true the, the person who is adhering to um, Buddha's way uh-huh. the most um, would not be affected by anything that happens to him, right? Uh, and they so could transcend it, right? And so and like even death itself, uh-huh. the, like he's unfazed by it, right? Um, 
that in my mind is more dualistic. Which would make sense in that it would be welcoming to something like an AI bot because it's like, well, it's bordering on the immaterial. Right. So that kind of jives anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's interesting. Which yeah. Is, yeah, go ahead. I was, I was going to say that, that going back to what is the revelation for both of them or for mm. the Abrahamic group versus the Buddhist group mm -hmm. is the revelation in the Abrahamic group is about man and not about a way. Mm. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be more, it's a revelation about flesh really. Right. And what do you do about human living Yeah. yeah. Um, in the world? Whereas you're, you're right. I think the other one, since it's a way you How can kind of transcend human living. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So in a way you can uh, have advice from a robot. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, because the robot is outside of, yeah, this world outside yeah. of suffering. If ma like if material if matter is just an illusion, mm. um, then yeah, exactly. A robot, a human, right. uh, a dog doesn't right. matter. What's helping you along the path? Uh -huh. Yeah, um, and so it really, when it comes to the human person, um, a Buddhistic tradition I think um, leaves the flesh behind, right? It, it almost like suppresses yeah. it, um, and it, you know if if you were to actually. Um, embrace your passions or direct your passions, direct mm -hmm. your desires. Um, that would be in that would be contra Buddhism. Mm -hmm. um, it should say no, no, leave your desires behind. Um, mm. So, yeah, that that distinction, uh, calling um, uh, the Abrahamic religions and uh, like Islam or Judaism uh, to be more metaphysically dualistic, I think is a is problematic to say that. I mm. think. Um, and later on, after that claim is made in the article. Later on, the author says um, that Judaism places a strong emphasis on intentionality. This is what you alluded to earlier, mm -hmm. Ali. Um, he says something machines don't possess. Uh, describing Judaism, um, he says, when a worshiper prays, what matters is not just that their mouth forms the right words. It's also very important that they have the right intentions. So here, this is a claim that's contradictory to the claim that Judaism is dualistic. Mm. Because it seems like there has to be a, a union between intention and act. Right. Yeah. Um, not just doing something while your soul is somewhere yeah. else or your heart is somewhere else. I think this is really starting to get the split between where it might be acceptable in Buddhism versus especially Christianity. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know about intention in the mass. Yeah. It's like right. you can't have a thing that doesn't possess intention perform sacred rites. Yeah, exactly. In Christianity. Yep. Mm. Whereas if it's not performing sacred rights, then it might be okay. Yeah. Um, right. I, I, I guess, you know, I'll admit my, my ignorance of some of Buddhism, but I don't know if they have the same sort of, uh, sacramental ritual. Right. I, mm -hmm. I, I don't, I, I don't know. Mm. Maybe they do. Um, but if intentionality is any part of it, right. You really can't have a robot do that. Right. Yeah, um, exactly. That means you have free will. That yeah. means you possess a human soul. Right. 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 It gets, right. It's complicated. And so this is why, um, from a Christian Christian perspective, an AI, a robot priest may be doing the actions of blessing, right? Uh -huh. um, may have a stole, <laughs> maybe, you know, reciting a psalm mm -hmm. or saying the words of institution, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. um, there is no intentionality that comes from the soul, from the heart of that thing. Mm. Um Again, yeah, it can right. it can it can mimic it, right. but mimicking is not the same as right. that, uh, yeah. that authentic. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is uh, the Old Testament prophets, right? Like, you honor me with your words, mm. 
but your hearts are from far from me, kind of thing. Yes, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right, exactly. So I was like, gonna say this yeah, really yeah. puts or Pharisees, Pharisees, yeah, 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 yeah right, yeah, yeah. Right, it really yeah. puts to task humans in terms of like, what do we mean by intentionality, and are you being intentional yeah. when you are <laughs> performing sacrifice? Are you being yeah. mechanical? Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. Like you know, yeah, like, are you just going through the motions? Yeah, like an automated response, or are you actually focusing? Right. And this is why um, it's so important that priests make an intention before Mass. So every time I celebrate Mass, mm-hmm. I take a, a few minutes before Mass to form my intention. And it, it might be simple as, something as simple as I intend to celebrate the Mass in the way that the Church prescribes. I mm-hmm. intend to consecrate the bread that will be on the altar, the wine mm-hmm. that is on the chalice, into the body and blood of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, being specific with my intentions. Because as human beings, we, we can run automated lives. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we can become mechanical in our um, practices, mm-hmm. uh, in our lives. And, you know, at Mass, distractions happen. You know, I might not be 100% intentional about what I'm doing in the moment. But if I preface my Mass with that intention, um, right. you know, that, that intention kind of undergirds um, the Mass in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, intentionality, I think, is, is a key factor in whether or not these, yeah. like, AI robots are, these uh, robot priests are, like, validly blessing and Uh stuff like that yeah yeah a a few more points towards the end of the article he talks about uh how human clergies do do much more than just provide answers to questions and they they form communities or Mm -hmm. they're anchors of communities um and there's even this kind of human contact element that the author notes is Mm -hmm. becoming endangered (laughs) and is becoming a luxury uh one thing about christianity is is its like elemental nature, mm-hmm. you know, use water, wine, yep. oil, yeah. uh, you know, you have to touch at certain points. Yep. Um, I, <laughs> I think about this, uh, documentary I saw on St. Francis Xavier mm-hmm. and at the end of the documentary, I guess it's a huge feast day in India, uh, St. Francis mm-hmm. Xavier. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But there's this massive <clears throat> parade of people and they're holding up his like glass coffin parading him through his streets. Now, St. Francis Xavier died, I think, about 500 years ago. (laughs) So he's looking pretty rough in there. And there's all these Indian mothers with their children, like, pressing their their baby's, like, face to the glass, looking at this, like, desiccated skeletal (laughs) corpse. And and in that moment, I was like, this is what I love about Catholicism, Uh because it's so morbid on one hand, (laughs) but yet so mystical on the other. Uh Um, So you have this this elemental, you know, death, bones... Water, mm-hmm. wine, bread, yeah, um, that that has to be contacted, yes. and touched. Right, Absolutely. that a, a robot just can't do. Can't mm-hmm. do it. Can yeah. pour the water. It can pour the wine. It could say the words, but and even if you gave it, I don't know, like fleshy like hands mm-hmm. over it, right? It you know the Luke Skywalker hand, It it still is fundamentally not human. Yeah, right. It lacks the human nature. It lacks the intentionality. Right. And this is, um, during um, the pandemic, uh, when priests had to go to um, visit people in the hospital and anoint them, mm. um, you know, we're required to wear gloves, wear, you know, the masks and everything. Um, but when it comes to actually anointing, um, the rite prescribes that you can't have an instrument um, over right. your hand mm. um, to use the oil. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, what I was taught to do is to actually break the glove so that your skin can come in contact with the oil and the person. Mm-hmm. Um, again, emphasizing the the, the, yeah. the human 
the nature right. um, coming in right. contact with another human yeah. being, right? right like right. Uh, humans coming in contact in relation yeah. with each other. That's the gospel, right? You know, Jesus like touches. I mean, some, he can heal from a distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's times where he touches, the, mm-hmm. you know, spit, yeah, mud. Spit, all, yeah, all, exactly. You know. It's very, like you said, it's elemental. Right. Um, and it's so important. That's uh, in contrast uh, with um, this quote from the article. <laughs> this um, is the other point I wanted to bring up. I think it's the same point. Well, it, well yeah, we, is it the nun? Yeah. 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 I'm not going to bring it up yet, but I, I no. hated that. that part. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, but um, no, uh, this one says that uh, um, this is the this is what one person says the benefit of having robot priests in a Catholic church um, might might do. This is a benefit. Um, she writes, take the Catholic Church. It's very male, very patriarchal, and we have this whole sexual abuse crisis. So would I want a robot priest? Maybe. A robot can be gender neutral. It, can, it might be uh, able to transcend some of those divides and be able to enhance community in a way that's more liberating. So mm. what's very interesting here, I'm, listen, I'm not making any excuses for the church in a sexual abuse crisis. Mm-hmm. Horrible scandals that have really sent a lot of people on a path to hell. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But this person wants to take away the messiness of humanity. Right. And essentially, this is what makes humans humans, mm-hmm. is um, that the church is not this clean, pristine, plastic organization, mm-hmm. right? It's human. Yeah. Uh, it's human and divine, right? Instituted yeah. by mm-hmm. Christ himself, God, mm-hmm. um, but then left in human hands. Yeah. Um, and so to have a church that is truly human, truly authentically human, there's going to be messiness in it, yeah. right? Um, and, and I'm not saying that the, the the very male, very patriarchal thing is part of its mess. That's just a misunderstanding yeah, right. of symbols and, and mm-hmm. man and male mm-hmm. and female relations within the church. Um, so that's a misunderstanding. But the whole sexual abuse crisis too, um, like we're sinners yeah. and that's, that's part right. of humanity. Right. To take away that, it, it's almost like a, a villain from an MCU movie. Like a Marvel movie, it's like I will like take away the messiness of right. humanity. Humanity is a purge on the earth, yeah, yeah. and we will create a new world that's mm-hmm. clean, pristine, mm-hmm. and robot-led. Yeah, you know? it's tyrannical. Yeah. Um, so we uh, saw that already in the pandemic, though, um, when we just kind of questioned what is human contact. Like we started right. Zoom calling everything. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, trying to like live stream masses. Yeah. Like that doesn't count. Yeah. Um, and then even like. Even social media, it's like the name of it is like, this is not social. You're not socializing yeah. through a phone. And we think we can replace these things, but we can't. Yeah. And like the question of whether AI priests are going to work, it's like we already did this with things at a lower level. Look at what happened to mental illness and, and drug abuse after we like locked everybody in without yeah. human interaction. It's like, oh, no, no, but human inter- interaction is really, and then a long, complicated explanation of like, talking to somebody, seeing their face. So we'll just do that over a screen. Yeah. Like it's not the same. Right. Mm-hmm. There's something that there's some gestalt of human interaction that we're missing by just trying to replace it with all this technology. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know how many people would be thrilled to have five minutes left on earth and have a robot walk in. <laughs> yeah. And be like, I'm here to comfort you. Right. right. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't want to see that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Run yeah. end of life sequence yeah. advice. Exactly. <laughs> like right. It's just going to be quoting random psalms to me and then yeah. like putting oil on my hand. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, yeah. It's like, yeah, it, what? It's, it's very <laughs> yeah. dystopian, um, the whole thing. Yeah. Um, so. What was the uh, the last point about the nun? Oh, go ahead, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> go me, off. Yeah. Pop off. Um, <laughs> let me... Uh, 
So there's a, a Franciscan sister, they said, that teaches at Villanova. She has two PhDs as a chair in theology. Yeah, so she must be very smart. <laughs> but um, she says that uh, Catholicism is called to reimagine its understanding of human priests as, defi- as divinely called and consecrated, uh, a status that grants them special authority. So she says the Catholic notion would say that priest, the priest is ontologically changed upon ordination. Is that really true? She asked. Maybe priestliness is not an esoteric essence, but a programmable trait that even a fallen creation like a robot can embody. Mm. So she's challenging a few things here. Um, you know, obviously that ontolog- ontological change is possible, which doesn't just happen at for priests at ordination. Um, it it's also baptism. Baptism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So she's challenging like a the the fundamental thing that every Christian's yeah. <laughs> a part of, which is baptism, yeah. and that something actually does uh, change in you, but that this yeah. change is one maybe not true, but also can be um, put onto a robot. Right. This goes back. I've said it. I feel like a million times now, but that Christianity is a revelation about God, but mm-hmm. also man, mm-hmm. and so the incarnation is a, again a revelation of the flesh. Right. That it's not accidental. Christ came as full, fully God and fully man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was a human who right. instituted a human priesthood yeah. that yeah, to be yeah, exactly. carried on. Mm-hmm. It, that, that's not accidental. Yep. That's not, yeah. in, you know, oh, well, you know, maybe it could be this or that. It's, no, this is supposed to be carried on by humans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And she, what, what this um, sister, this good old sister is... Um, uh, <laughs> bless her heart. Bless her heart. <laughs> <laughs> um, what she's insinuating... Uh, is that human beings are lesser than. Um, she, she's calling into question ontology. Um, hmm. She's calling into question, like, human nature. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, she says, like, uh, like the, the whole idea of robot priest challenges Catholicism to move toward a post-human priesthood, um, which would also, I think, imply moving toward a post-human world. Right, so like it's just yeah. it's 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 a, it's a very negative view of um, mm-hmm. human human beings. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And to to say that to even question the fact that um, that there's a ontological change um, within the sacraments mm-hmm. um, is to question human nature itself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because you're not you're not understanding what's going on mm-hmm. with the sacraments. You're not understanding the you're not understanding at least the Catholic Church's position on human nature. Um, right. And like you said, it, it all lies in the mystery of the incarnation, who, who Christ revealed um, God to us and man to us. Um, so right. it's it's just right. a negative view of humanity, uh, right. ultimately. So you, the human nature of Christ was not important. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like you It's, like, so it's arbitrary like that he was man. It's arbitrary right. that he was a human. Right. Um, so. so it kind of gives a, again, like a Gnostic flavor. Yeah. Yeah, very Gnostic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and that's, again, it's kind of like counseling a flight um, to the spiritual and leaving the flesh behind. Yeah. And that's, that's, this sister's embodying more of a Buddhistic philosophy, mm. um, I think, in that sense, than a, mm-hmm. a truly Christian Catholic one. So, yeah. That's really interesting. It really, I, you know, just kind of all that talk of can we transcend humanity and uh, leave the flesh behind seems like it, you know, like always, has the biggest toll on women. 
because they're the ones that are most biologically connected to their flesh mm. in that they reproduce humans. Connected to nature. Yeah, it's connected that. to nature. Yeah. So it's like it, there almost is like a masculine spirit that wants to just leave all that behind and leave the feminine behind, mm -hmm. which is interesting because uh, the feminine virtues of things like intuition and wisdom are the things in question here. Yeah. And and our answer to that is masculine computation. Yeah. It's like, no, right. maybe masculine computation can get so large that it, it replaces feminine wisdom and intuition. It's like, no, you can never do that. Yeah. It's the same thing. You're trying to leave the flesh and you're you're with your masculinity and your, you know, projection into space. Yeah. And leaving the flesh behind. It's all it's all that connectedness of the, you know, masculine leaving the feminine. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's another important point of Christian revelation is what was a very particular woman's role in this. Mm. Did Mary give birth to right. a human? Yeah. yeah. Did she give birth to God? Did she give birth mm -hmm. to both? You know, that, yep. that that Christ came to earth through a woman becomes a very crucial question. Right. And again, is it a matter of just spirit or is it a matter of flesh? Mm -hmm. do, you, do we, you know, do we still need women right. for this project anymore? Do we still need women for priests? Yeah. To right. give birth to priests or can <laughs> right, we just, right. yeah, yeah. you know, uh, program them? As you said, yeah, that's that's a really, really interesting point. Uh, a good place to stop, though. We have what was the other thing you had, Lee? You had something on uh, the, the dark, dark triad, triad, yeah, from Schellenberger, um, from his Twitter feed. Uh, we can get that get into that in the uh, bonus episode. Um, if you want to hear that conversation, it is basicallyrelated.com to sign up, um, and we'll see you next week.